baby, you know what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop. Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial, he's charismatic, and he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldrop. All right, all right, all right. Welcome in, Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Fox on a Monday, the 19th day of February 2018. Thank you for spending part of your morning with us here on Sports Talk 97.7 and The Edge. We're brought to you, as always, by the man, the myth, and the legend, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. Folks, simply the best pet care you're going to get anywhere in the free world. Go see him on U.S. 165 North in Monroe, 318-345-4545. Dr. David Weber, uh, Jamie, right off the bat, John Tabor and I were talking about it before we went on the show. i got to give a shout-out to uh, to David Weber, Michael Ferguson, and, and the OCS wrestling team. Uh, WWE, this is, the, this is the real thing. Uh, this is the real wrestling. I think Brother Martin, I believe, brought home the uh, 5A trophy for uh, – They won it by 100 several. points. Yeah, Brother Martin's been doing that. Yeah, exactly. You know, they, they fight each other in the streets down there, as we well know. But um, this is an incredible accomplishment for, for OCS because I think probably – I mean, I'm not – you would probably know this more than I, Probably one of the smallest schools, if not the smallest school as far as – team members and, and so forth, uh, two-time uh, state champion, uh, Sam Pitts. And so it's just, I'm sure, uh, you know, we've always talked about the thing at Washtenaw Christian that we tip our hats to is they maximize the talent and potential they have. They don't have the most talented kids. They don't have the most uh, gifted kids in the world. But, boy, do they give it their all. And they left it all on the mat this weekend. So kudos to to OCS, and I believe, uh, of course, Shreveport, the Shreveport area is known for it. Airline Parkway, they have uh, pretty strong wrestling programs, but I'll let you go on to uh, before we Well, and, and Sean on, makes a little... good point. Yeah, Sean says, hey, uh, you know, congratulations to these guys on another subject. Until we have more teams participate from North Louisiana, the, the wrestling should be in South Louisiana. I agree with it to a point. I think the whole idea is they were trying to grow the sport in North Louisiana. Right, and what what a great event the CenturyLink Center was. Uh, you had some really nice crowds. Would you have more crowds if it were in South Louisiana? Yeah, you probably would. It's been at the Pontchartrain Center, which uh, you can't house all the mats in there, uh, so you're going kind of all over. So it's it's a little discombobulated a little bit. But uh, you know, at the end of the day, you're you're doing what's best. I don't think you'll ever see it anytime soon in North Louisiana again. But Again, I think probably 95% of the wrestling programs in the state of Louisiana are below I-10. Uh, but, you know, at, at any rate, what a tremendous event. Uh, what a tremendous uh, – I mean, going back to elementary school, I think, is when these kids started. So, uh, Jamie, I've been around a lot of sporting events. Uh, as a coach, as a spectator, as an administrator, athletic director, uh, even official for a brief period of time, I don't think I've ever seen anything as physical uh, as wrestling. I mean, there's no – there's no tags. There's no timeouts. Uh, it's you and another person. There's nowhere to hide. You know, when I played baseball, they stuck me in right field, and I pray they didn't hit it to me. Uh, wrestling, there is no tag outs. There's no ability to um, to call timeout. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. you and them, and uh, it is a, a very difficult sport, which I think right now is why a lot of people 
will not do it. They'll come out for you know a practice or two at different places. And I, I talk to different wrestling coaches across the state, um, and you know the kids are just not going to do it anymore. It's just it's so demanding, so time consuming, and you're dealing with uh, your weight. You're dealing with cutting. Uh, I know there was one kid that wrestled. Uh, the Cosmo kid wrestled in 182. And the guy that he was wrestling against in the semifinals had dropped down. He was like, I think, at 220 uh, last year, and so he had cut all that weight to go try to find a classification he could win in. So, sort of, uh, sort of a bizarre thing going on. But until you're part of it, you really don't re- realize it. I've got a great friend of mine, the superintendent in South Louisiana. He describes it as a cult down there, and. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I would uh, I would probably tend to uh, agree. Well, it is. I mean, I think again, Terry, we've talked about this before. I mean, let's. There also is a numbers problem up here. I mean, is a reason why Shreveport can do it and Monroe can't uh, or have as many participants because you who you're going to have playing baseball and running track for you. So the the numbers kind of tend to run out up here. In addition to the the uh, the sport itself being as demanding as it is. Um. But, of course, you know, you've got 80% of the population in the state of Louisiana south of I-10. So it's an 80-10 ratio as far as the numbers go from a population base. And then we've got, you know, Shreveport does does have it. It would be great to see, you know, some schools start it. They've, uh, I mean, heck, it wasn't that long ago that Neville and schools like that didn't even have soccer. So um, things like that are, are maybe catching on more slowly than they want. But, again, I think it is a... It is a numbers problem uh, to try to, but OCS has proven they can do it with uh, what seven to ten guys, and they do, they've done it very well. Yeah, good stuff, and hopefully uh, we'll try to get David on, and maybe a couple of kids on. I know Aaron is probably hopefully going to get them on sometime, maybe with uh, with K and OE, and we could do it here on Sports Talk ninety seven seven. Uh, I want to get into another deal because uh, I've had a bunch. I've talked back and forth today. A couple of referee things came up over the weekend. How about this one? How about West Virginia and Kansas? We talk about college basketball being the most difficult sport there is to go win on the road. And that's not my opinion as a basketball coach or the experience that I have doing that. That's statistical fact. You know those pesky little things called facts that you can't fudge? Uh, It made it a little bit more difficult over the weekend. We had West Virginia and Bob Huggins, Huggy Bear, Going into mm-hmm. Kansas, uh, Rock Chalk Jayhawk, and very competitive game, and a discrepancy came up. Uh, Huggins got ejected at the very end of the game, and, and rightfully so, probably, but uh, I've never seen a game at this level have this magnitude of discrepancy, and it begs the question, how and why? Uh, Kansas. Shot 35 free throws. Oh, by the way, West Virginia led most of the game. Kansas shoots 35 free throws. West Virginia, the visiting team, shoots two. Mm. 35 to two. And West Virginia led by, I think, over 12 in the second half. And they're up eight with four minutes to go. Kansas ends up winning the game. Huggins, uh, understandably upset, and just rips into some of the officials uh, after the game. And he makes this quote. He gets ejected. And Huggins, it's a very viable point. Ladies and gentlemen, why aren't the referees in here answering your questions, talking to the media? 
We're going to bring 19- to 21-year-old kids in here who don't get paid, and you're going to ask them questions because the referees don't want to get asked, why didn't you call this? Interesting uh, interesting take. So you would think, I went back and looked in the statistics of the game, because a lot of times, Jamie, um, you can, you know, the, the stats will tell you the story. You know, if Kansas, uh, or if West Virginia shot a million three-point shots, then, okay, you get long rebounds, you're not going to the basket, you're not attacking. Teams that attack the basket are going to get foul calls more than teams that just shoot three-pointers uh, primarily. So I'm thinking, you know, maybe that's the fact. And then I'm looking up, uh, no, actually uh, Kansas only shot 22 threes. West Virginia shot 26. So there's not uh, a big discrepancy there. So why, what, oh, by the way, West Virginia presses. And, and so the style of play means a little bit to be, do, uh, to be done with it. Offensive rebounds were basically the same. West Virginia was up two. Um, just bizarre things. Assists were about the same. Uh, turnovers, West Virginia had a few more turnovers. 26-14 to 14 on the fouls, so 2-1 to one on the fouls. And so how do you get to 35-2? to two? That's a bad look for the officials. I- I'm sorry, I don't care what game you're playing. It's a bad look for the officials when it's 35-2 to two free throw discrepancy. Your thought, Jamie? Well, I, to be honest with you, I don't think I can ever recall a discrepancy being that large before. You know, I've known there's, you know, 10 to 12 to 14 uh, calls difference or maybe 15, but 35 to 2, uh, I don't think I've ever heard of something uh, so large. And I know West Virginia, Bob Huggins does play a physical brand of ball. Um, I happen to like the way he plays. He gets, uh, you know, he, he likes the bigs in the middle and, you know, it, he has an he has a propensity to play. That's what he preaches: defense and rebounding. Uh, and he gets players that will, you know, play to that. But thirty-five to two, I mean, I, I'm I have to agree with Bob in this. But there's there's some answers that need to be, uh, you know, addressed here because that's that's a bad look for the Big Twelve when you have that many, uh, you know, that big a discrepancy. And it was played again. It was at Fog Allen. Is where the game was played. Yep. Uh, okay, so. Again, as you said, a home. You've heard of homers or home team advantage, and there's there's nothing that Kansas can say that uh, is going to dispute a 35 to two disadvantage in fouls called. There's nothing. There's nothing Kansas Bill Self and, and Kansas can offer up to say uh, they got the benefit of the calls. Nothing. Well, and I'm and I'm reading this, and, and I don't know. I had a text. Somebody texted. Kansas has taken less free throws than anybody else in the Big Twelve. Uh, and yet you have a 35-2 to two, to two discrepancy. Am I seeing the referees cheated? No, of course not. I'm just saying sometimes referees get in a zone where they are so focused in or your referee rotation, uh, and it's frustrating. I mean, if you're Bob Huggins, you outshoot this team, you out-rebound this team, you do everything, and yet they outscore you from the free throw line 26-1. to one. Uh, That's eight three-point baskets you're trying to overcome. Uh, and it's just, right. I mean, it's all but impossible to do. So, uh, you know, it's like the other official the other day, and actually I, I conversed with a couple of my Division One uh, official buddies this morning, uh, the Arizona cheerleader. And I think Aaron and uh, Jake talked about this the other day. The uh, Arizona cheerleader that got ejected from a game by a referee because he told the referee told the guy, hey, shut up. He had a megaphone, and he was mm-hmm. calling, uh, I think, officials and opposing players out by first name. 
nothing racial, nothing profanity, but the fact that the official told him, hey, stop it, uh, and he didn't do it, so they kicked the, 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 rep, the cheerleader out of the game. But, it, you know, it goes back to if you're the cheerleader and the game administrator, the official, tells you to stop, then Jamie shouldn't you stop. stop. you got to stop. So I think the officials there were in, you know, and, and they, they're not perfect. I mean, they how many times do you have to see see them go to the screen to, to look at a call? Um, they're going, this is a, in, in some cases, it's every bit as difficult to see. I mean, I saw uh, the last bit of the Oregon-UCLA game, and, uh, you know, it was very debatable about who knocked it out with like five seconds left in the game, Oregon or, or UCLA. And, uh, of course, it, it didn't matter because it went overtime, but uh, that call could have made the difference because it gave Oregon possession at UCLA, by the way. So um, it's a tough, they have a tough gig. And there's no question about it, but um, you do see sometimes where, you know, Tech had a, a situation with uh, the other day with, uh, I believe, I can't remember if it was Middle, middle or uh, ODU, but uh, anyway, they got one of the Jacoby Boykins got ejected, and that was kind of, it would almost look, it appeared to be the, the ref had it in for one for, for, for Boykins, and he did a, a dunk late on a breakaway and got ejected because he apparently taunted the other kid i've seen a lot worse but anyway i guess we are at that time of year where officiating gets scrutinized a lot more and i'm i'm going to tip my hat to them. i wouldn't want to do it um they come under a lot of fire but 35 to 2 i mean i, I think even they're going how did this happen but but it did and anyway kansas comes up with the w at home at fog allen Couple text to read when we return. You're listening to Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Fossick segment brought to you by our friends at GB Cooley, reminding you to support a worthwhile cause, Louisiana Special Olympics. You're welcome to text in. The smarmier, the better. Got a couple good ones out there. Triple eight nine nine three seven seven six two, which is the Washita Valley Federal Credit Union. The edge rolls on after this. If you could talk to your animal when they say, they're telling you to take me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. Listen closely and you'll hear what Dr. David Weber hears. That's a thank you for taking me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. For your animal's health care, call Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital, 345-4545. No animal too small or too large. Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one. 345-4545. Special Olympics of Northeast Louisiana provides athletic competition and year-round sport training for children and adults with intellectual disabilities. It gives them the opportunity to develop fitness, demonstrate courage, and experience the joy of competing. For more information, go to www.laso.org or call 1-800-345-6644. Washita Valley, making good things happen. You want a credit union that works as hard as you do. You want the very best people Looking out for you, Washita Valley, 
making good things happen. It was a tough time. I didn't know what to do. You gave me hope. You fought for me. You treated me like family. Now we say thanks. It's good to know we can count on Bobby. I'm attorney Bobby Manning. If you've been involved in an accident, don't delay. Call me today. Attorney Bobby Manning, office in Monroe. Call 324-1411. Are your legs tired and weak? Are you able to walk less than you used to or want to? How about sore, achy feet at the end of the day? These symptoms could be peripheral arterial disease or PAD. When in doubt, please check it out. Call a heart, lung, and vascular clinic location near you today to schedule an appointment. 329-1900. Dr. Borders has clinics in West Monroe, Monroe, and Winsboro and offers outpatient vascular procedures for your care and convenience. Call the Heart, Lung, and Vascular Clinic today, 329-1900. Brennan Collision Center is now open. This is Steve Brennan. Our new body shop is now open and ready to take care of your repair needs. Our manager, Cheryl Thornhill, is well known in the area, and her team of Paul Wills, Doc, Kevin Murray, and Joellen Simpson have decades of experience and a reputation second to none. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and our phone number is 251-4824. We'll get your car repaired quick and to your satisfaction. Give Cheryl a call. Brennan Collision Center, located next to Brennan Dodge on the service road in Ruston. We're living on the edge. Living on the edge makes weekdays more fun, especially when you're doing it with Terry Waldrop. Hey, welcome back in Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Fox, appreciate you joining us on the edge this morning, the 19th day of February 2000. 18 boys basketball brackets released later on today. Girls will be in the second round of the playoffs uh, starting Tuesday. So lots of stuff going on. Delario, don't forget to mention to the road to the four-peat starts tonight for the Summerfield Lady Rebels. A fifth straight championship appearance overall. Delario, I think I've called like two or three of those state championship games uh, for the Summerfield Lady Rebels. Uh, Summerfield boys team, uh, very, very good as well. Uh, Coach Carlisle uh, is a friend of mine, and uh, I think I'm going to actually call um, some of the games this year as well in the girls' state championships down in Alexandria, and then the boys will remain in Lake Charles. Wow, God's name is there in Lake Charles. I couldn't tell you. Uh, literally out in the middle of nowhere, if you've ever been to Burton Coliseum, it's like the love child of R2-D2, and uh, one of Fred Sanford's trucks is out literally in the middle of the Gulf of Mexico. It's in Hackberry. Uh, I wish they would move. Huh? Yeah. Burton Coliseum is in Hackberry. It's not in Lake Charles, apparently. Yes. Uh, no, it's in the middle close? of the Gulf of Mexico. Johnson's right? Bayou? Yeah. Oh, uh, it's it's way out there. and you It's literally the hardest place to get to from here that you can imagine. But uh, I'm sure teams from here uh, will gleefully make their way down. Uh, so best of luck to all of our local teams. Actually, we're going to host a playoff game here in St. Frederick on Friday, Jamie. Not sure quite who we're going to play. Uh, we well, shall find that Warriors. out. We'll let, yeah, we'll let you guys all know about that. Tony, uh, Tony's kind of taking me to task here for the Kansas-West Virginia thing. Okay. Tony says, Walter, why won't you say they cheated? Did you leave your woo-hoo at home? At some point in that game, the refs have to realize, hey, we have our Kansas on the line, a tremendous amount. Give a 35-2 to two ratio to anybody, they will win that game. I can't imagine that's not indicating cheating. Uh, Tony, I'm very reluctant to say officials cheat. Uh, now, do I think there can be bias? Absolutely. 
Uh, matter of fact, I've only been in one or two places in 30-something years of doing this where I would tell you I think there was actual uh, collusion going on, maybe just one, to be honest. Um, do I think they get mad? Do I think, yeah, I, I do. Do I think there was blatant cheating? No, I'm going to give those guys the benefit of the doubt. Uh, I think they saw it one-sided. And it depends on what our definition of cheating. I, you know, to me, cheating is willfully making sure Team A doesn't meet Team B or, or doing stuff. That, that's me. Uh, I promise you I have a lot of, uh, a lot of fallacies uh, and flaws in my life. Not having the woo is probably not one of them. <laughs> but I appreciate you texting in. Uh, a couple other uh, wish well uh, for the local uh, high school teams in the area. Um, Jamie, so I'm looking at stuff and, and sort of blew up. I didn't watch a whole lot of the All-Star game yesterday. Uh, I watched oh, yeah. some of the highlights. just really not my deal anymore. Um, the, the national anthem, which we'll get into in a minute. But J.J. Redick is being uh, just – eviscerated here uh, for allegedly making a racial slur to Chinese American or I'm sorry Chinese NBA fans now they were making a video a Chinese company a media company uh, Tencent is making a video showing NBA players and coaches wishing fans in China a happy Chinese New Year which was Friday uh uh, and you had a bunch of different NBA players and coaches on there. Uh, in the video, some people are saying that JJ Redick, JJ Redick uh, makes a reference, a, a, a racial reference um, to Chinese fans, in which he uses a, a Asian slur specifically for China. JJ Redick said, "Look, I was tongue-tied." And the word I purportedly said is not in my vocabulary. He gave, went into a detail uh, on his Twitter to NBA Chinese fans, and he changed it to NBA fans in China. Uh, and you can, you know, you can figure out what the word was. He goes, look, it came out the wrong way. At the time we recorded it, nobody in the room heard the word that they think I said. Had I known it sounded something like that, I would have been mortified and recorded it all over again. Jeremy Lin came to Reddick's defense. Uh, he goes, look, he didn't say anything. Um, Jamie, we're to good. the point now where anything anybody says, even by mistake, or if I assume you say, everything is racist. And I'm sorry, it's not. There's enough racism to go on in the world out there that you don't have to make stuff up. He, the guy is yeah. sending a message to Chinese fans of the NBA in China. Do you really think... The dude is good at throw. I mean, come on. But naturally, all the butthurt social justice warriors out there, they want everything from the death penalty to ban him from the league. I mean, my God, everything, folks, is not racial or offensive. There's enough racial and offensive things out there. You don't have to go looking or make stuff up. But uh, I'm literally amazed every day you get on social media, you see people's feelings, uh, and you see people inferring something which they might have meant or might not have, but they're going to take that as the gospel, and you're either with me or against you or against me, and it is unbelievable what well, uh, what our society yeah, is. is going through right now. It truly is, and I think um, to your point that everybody gets very upset about you know things that 
And, and really, if you think about it, Terry, it's if you don't agree with someone, um, why does it why does it all of a sudden become a personal attack? I mean, you and I are to the point. I mean, you you, you and I have made the statement. If, I don't know who, whether it be Donald Trump or or whoever, George Bush or, or, or Obama. I mean, it's got to the point where if they discovered a cure for cancer, well, they didn't discover a cure for AIDS, so they're a terrible person. I mean, that's the kind of point where we are, too, where somebody has some uh, achieved something, uh, you know, that, that helps mankind. And, well, why didn't they do this? It's never enough. And it's also a point where uh, if you say something, I mean, that someone doesn't agree with, all of a sudden it becomes vitriolic and, and you're this horrible person or you're, you know, I don't know. It, it's just we have gotten to the point where I've resigned myself. And actually it's kind of, I actually feel uh, to the point where I, it's, it's somewhat liberating that I really don't care what people think about me anymore. I used to really be sensitive to it, and it really bothered me. Uh, and, and not that I, I go out of my way to try to offend people. I don't. I, I truly don't, and neither do you. I know you well enough to know that's not your modus operandi. It's, it's I just, at the point where the hell with it. You know, I'm not going to please everybody. Uh, I'm not going to make everyone happy if, but I'm certainly not going to, if I say something, you know, I made I make mistakes and I try to own up to the ones I do. Um, but this is where we're, you know, this guy's overall, J.J. Reddick, overall he's a pretty non-controversial figure. And for people to jump on him over something like this, is again, uh, pick your battles, people. I mean, really. Uh, it really has got to the point where people, there's way too much time spent on, Social media trying to uh, eviscerate people, as you said. That's I think that's a very good word. You get eviscerated. You don't even get, hey, I don't agree with that. You get eviscerated. And anyway, you I, know, everybody. To, here's the thing. No, I was going to tell. Here's the thing about throwing opinions out there, and we saw that with the the lady from Fox, with Laura, whatever her name is, and then LeBron James over the weekend, and Kevin Durant. You know, here's the deal. If you throw an opinion out. Some people are really going to like your opinion. Some people are really going to hate it. And a lot of people are going to be indifferent. But if you voice an opinion, I don't care who it is for or what it's against, you're going to evoke a reaction. And so it's naive of us to say, you know what, I'm going to throw my opinion out there and nobody better challenge it. People are going to challenge it. If you don't want to know what it is, if you don't want people to challenge it, then keep your mouth shut. Keep it to yourself. What's the old thing uh, my dad used to say? Hey, don't talk religion and politics, uh, you know, at, at family dinners because everybody's going to be mad. Now everything is religion, politics, guns, you name it. I mean, the sports worlds are getting into it. Do I think LeBron James has a right to voice his opinion? Yes. Do I think the Laura, thank you, uh, Joe, Laura Ingram, uh, the Fox lady, has a right to voice her opinion? Yes. I can choose to agree or not agree with any of them. Or is like I am, I'm going to pick bits and pieces of what do I agree with and what do I don't. There's very, there's only one person I follow completely 100%, uh, and he hasn't been on the earth in 2,000 years. And so everybody gets so butthurt over what an opinion is just because you don't, I mean, 
you know, I look at social media sometimes, Jamie, and I think it's a really good thing, and I think it's a really bad thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as, as T.S. points out, hey, it's a big difference between disagreeing with someone and being offensive. Offensive is in the eye of the beholder. It, it really is. I mean, I can say, you know what, uh, uh, you know, T.S., and you really didn't do it, but T.S., you misspelled a word here in your uh, when, you, when you tweeted something into me. He really didn't. And so you're not, you must not be very smart. And so am I inferring that your educational level is inferior? People could take it like that. And by the way, T.S.'s spelling was much better than mine and accurate. But it's how you take things. You know, that's what we deal with in coaching right now, Jamie, and I'm going to get into that in just a minute. Everybody is so afraid of being criticized or being wrong that we lose the opportunity to learn from said mistakes. You're listening to Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Fox. Solving the problems of the world. If we haven't offended you yet, give us a minute. We probably will. Uh, this segment brought to you by somebody who's never offensive unless you're on the other side from it. Put him on your side. Bobby Manning, attorney law. Tremendous North Louisiana attorney specializing in criminal offense, wrongful death, personal injury, whatever you need. Bobby is there for you. 318-324-1411. Bobby Manning, attorney law. The edge rolls on when we return. This is Steve Brennan with Brennan Dodge. Our used car department is loaded with several cars, trucks, and SUVs. We can meet any budget with cash cars, low payments, extended terms, and even certified pre-owned Jeeps, Chrysler, Dodge, and Ram models with additional warranty up to 80,000 miles. All of our used cars go through extensive inspection, and you'll get a copy of it along with the Carfax so you know you're buying a quality used car. And every purchase comes with free oil changes for life. Come check out our inventory or go online at BrennanDodge.com and buy with confidence at Brennan Dodge in Ruston. Peace of mind goes a long way when you have the number one rated gun safe, a Liberty gun safe from McKinney Honda. Here's Richie McKinney. We now have over 100 gun safes in stock in 20 different models that range from 12 to 64 gun capacity. They're all fireproof, USA made, and have a lifetime warranty. And prices start at just $3.99. 12 months, same as cash financing, and delivery is available. For when the unexpected happens, McKinney's has you covered with a Liberty Gun Safe, your outdoor superstore, Ruston. Rocket Fast Car Wash. Rocket Fast. It's a blast. And your vehicle is clean. Sparkling clean in four minutes. We'll show you how. Get it clean as can be. Yeah, baby, right now. Come on down. You will see. A great wash. Green vacuums. Cool technology. Now with six locations from Monroe to our newest on Mansfield Road in Shreveport. Some call them mud bugs, some call them crawdaddies. Breeders of Delta Style call Catfish Charlie's the best. Crawfish are in season and on the tray at Catfish Charlie's on Louisville Avenue near Office Depot and on 165 North across from Brookshire's. Skydiving is the bomb, but it ain't free. So when I'm not falling belly to earth, I'm looking for ways to get the most out of my money. As you might imagine, I've got some pretty lofty expectations when it comes to CDs. That's why I landed at First Guarantee Bank. Ten seconds! From high-performing CD rates to extraordinary customer service, at First Guarantee Bank, they are down 
fanatical when it comes to delivering sound banking solutions. Cross your arms and grab your harness. Go, go, go! Drop by your local First County Bank today and get fanatical rates on a one-year CD at 1.55 annual percentage yield. Call 888-375-3093 or go to fgb.net to learn more. First County Bank, home of fanatical banking. The minimum balance required to open the account during the advertised annual percentage yield is $500. New money only. Member FDIC. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop. And welcome back in to Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, solving the problems of the world. If they would just elect us to public office, Jamie, just think how many more people we could offend. We'd probably be in a war with, like, I don't know, Canada in about a week with us, but hey, we probably will win. Right, yeah, but let, him, let, him, let us have a war with Canada. Let me bring in the Balkanville Army, and I like our odds. I can tell you that right now. Well, Canada would probably surrender because France might help them, and then uh, we'd need about half of the Balkanville Army. Uh, at any rate, uh, a couple texts to read out here. Triple eight nine nine three seven seven six two eight eight nine nine three seven seven six two, which is the Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union text line. Smarmier the text, the better. Uh, FS and Farmville goes back to our officials. Referees do hold grudges, believe it or not. I believe this, FS. Baseball umpires are especially bad about shrinking the strike zone on players they don't like. Uh, I agree. Now, do I think they noticeably cheat? I would like to tell you I don't think so. But it's human nature. Uh, It's absolutely human nature to you like some people, you don't like others. Uh, TSA, it was a big difference between agreeing and disagreeing with someone and being offensive. I agree. And then he says, hey, it's all good. I'm not offended by that. <laughs> Appreciate that, Red. <laughs> uh, Richie and Bienville says, hey, not only is J.J. Reddick not going to say it, but the NBA would cut it out at editing. People really are this stupid. This was a Chinese company that, uh, that was doing the production, but you would figure the NBA has uh, uh, rights over said company since they're interviewing their players, but it, it's crazy. Let me, let me go into this one. Since we're on this topic, I didn't really mean to go in this direction, but um, but I will. We uh, There is a squad in Iowa, two schools that have had a, a long history um, of issues. In January 19th, uh, this was Spencer High School, there were some fans at the game that started shouting, lock your car doors and shaking keys at the Storm Lake Tornadoes. Now, what makes this um, different? Let's put this, let me give you the lineup here. Uh, Spencer High School in Storm Lake. Spencer High School is, and this is Iowa, which is like 90% of the population is white, but Spencer High School is a, a, a overwhelmingly white school. Storm Lake is, I think, 80% non-white. So you would figure it's African-American, Hispanic, uh, non-white, which by definition on your census is what that is. Anyway, uh, some of the fans started shouting, lock your doors and shaking keys at the fans from Storm Lake. Now this chant, this, I love the way the guy wrote it, the chant was a possible reference to an incident last year when a Storm Lake student was accused of stealing a car. Now I have to assume the car was during the game against this other squad. Um, and anyway, 
Uh, other students attended the game and chanted USA in some more red, white, and blue attire. Dear God. Are we to the point where USA is an offensive term and they wore red, white, and blue? Can you give us a list of colors to wear? And somebody's offended over that. You know, lock your car doors. You got a kid that stole a car. Is it the best taste? No. But they're shaking keys. You know, is that that big a deal? I promise you there's worse things going on in the stands. Uh, naturally, yeah. though, uh, most superintendents are, are going crazy over it. They're going to discipline the students. We have some students that made poor decisions. We're using this as a learning opportunity. Great. We want them to make better choices of the next opportunity. Absolutely. Got no problem with that. Uh, during a football game in the fall, the schools uh, got together for an initiative with some of their players and students uh, because they actually had issues there. This is when they told them they couldn't chant USA or red, white, or wear red, white, and blue or have American flags uh, because it was offensive to some on the other team. The inference is uh, the other team has players, fans, students, what have you, that are not American citizens. I don't know that to be true or not true. That's the inference. And so at what point do you ban the United States flag? You can't wear a red, white, and blue, anything red. What, what if it's just like a red socks? I mean, is that too much? Or does it have to be red, white, and blue? Does it have to be uh, Uncle Sam logo on it? Uh, at what point are we just so bowing to political correctness I mean, what happens to people if you wear all black? And I'm offended by all black because I really like yellow. Uh, at some point, you're going to find somebody out there that is offended over absolutely everything. Jamie, we got into this the other day on the car commercial at the Super Bowl. They had a commercial of a Jeep driving up yes. like through a mountain stream going to the top of a mountain. And the fish people are, are upset over that. They were offended. You triggered the fish people. I mean, dear God, what happened to Audie Murphy? What happened to Chadwick? What happened to the tough, greatest generation? And now we're upset because somebody gets it. Why do you buy a Jeep to begin with? So you can go off-road with it by definition. And now we yes. got fish people triggered because when well, they drove through the mountain stream and it's just damaging the... The, 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 look, I get that. I love animals like anybody else, but have some perspective, people. Yes, well, I happen to be a fish person. Um, and I'm, I I'm eat very it all fond the time. Fish. I love fish. Yes, I love fish. I love the people at Lake Claiborne who, you know, have the locks and dams that, you know, lower it. And uh, they're some of our most uh, ardent listeners. And they they straightened me out on that. I mean, they I was very, uh, I was very as you said, butthurt about some of the things that I thought the fish were being, uh, you know, being given a short lease there with uh, the water being drained out and so forth. And, and Tabor uh, educated me on that as well. Uh, the fish are fine. Uh, I don't like anything to interrupt spawning, um, and, and maybe the, the Jeep would do that. I had the answer, of course. I had a very, like Paris Hilton or cavorting through the riverbed, but then I was told by, very, by a very astute listener, hey, you're even Paris Hilton walking barefoot through the riverbed and the Jeep on the, on the dry land, beside her um would also disrupt the microorganisms in the ecosystem so oh dear you know, god yeah you're not going to yeah you're not going to bat a thousand you know you're not even going to bat 500 here people so you got to take your victories where you find the fish are fine by the way uh they're back to spawning and that makes me happy um so everything is you know you can't like you said 
JJ Reddick, for example, uh, these these coaches that you talked about at these uh, the, uh, the principals, excuse me, at these uh, at these two high schools, I highly recommend before they talk, go to an indoor game uh, at where JJ Reddick played collegiately, Cameron Indoor, and you will hear some of the most offensive, but quote unquote in good taste. Uh, language you have ever you've ever seen as far as politically incorrect or whatever the duke student body i mean they sit up nights eating pizza and drinking beer coming up with this stuff outside and and believe me it's pretty innovative but believe me if anybody could 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 uh is worth condemnation it's the duke student body and everybody there thinks oh it's wonderful uh you know but that's one of the places where uh, I would not call Duke exactly a bastion of conservatism, but if you really want to get a chuckle or two, listen to the Duke student body, because I can assure you principals at Smoke Mountain or whatever these two high schools were, believe you me, they <laughs> that is some pretty offensive stuff. But again, do they lock the doors or the students ever, you know, they're there at 5 o'clock in the afternoon for a 9 o'clock game or whatever. So ease up. I mean, really, we need to lighten up in this country. We really do. This stuff has gone way too far. There's a lot more serious things going on than worried about uh, calling Jamie Foxx a little short elf. Um, that's all true. Uh, are you are you offended, offended when I say that? Um, As opposed to a tall no, elf? No, because I simply consider the source. I mean, I know who that's coming Fair from, enough. and, and, and <laughs> I, I know that it's coming from you, and, and I just, well, you know, here's the guy. You know, it's Waltrip. I mean, you just kind of, I just kind of chalk it up to, oh, there, there's the guy. Uh, you know. So anyway, I expect it from you. I, I'm kind of disappointed when you don't insult me some days. To be honest with you, uh, I, I feel like that. My, it's kind of like my uh, ecosystem balance gets out when you don't say something offensive to me. Uh, well, I, we are. Uh... I get a little. Actually, I get offended when you don't. So uh, keep doing it. <laughs> And let's keep going with offending people for the next 15 well, I, minutes. You know, I was offended yesterday. I was triggered because I uploaded uh, a new Facebook photo. If you guys haven't seen me in a while, for the first time in my life, I'm sporting a beard. And it's sort of like a grizzly out of this all over the place and mangled and, and what have you. And I'm trying to stick it out for a little while. I've never had it one in my life, ever. And so for the first time, so I put uh, a picture up on uh, Facebook yesterday. And uh, naturally, I had the trolls like Tommy Tharp and people taking shots, which you expect. Of <laughs> One of our listeners, it was pretty good. Like, Walter, that's not you. It looks like, I think they referenced you in the quote, Jamie, that uh, you're a Dom, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Dahmer twin. <laughs> yes, and that now yes. I look like I'm recruiting for ISIS. Yes. Yes, I wore some glasses to the studio and rusted, and my sainted son uh, unfortunately snapped a picture of it. And I'll be damned. It does. I do look exactly in that particular. And I'm not. I want to warn every in, in everyday life. I don't look like Jeffrey Dahmer, but with those glasses on, I was a spitting image of it. I'm thinking, well, this is disturbing, and it it was. I was a dead ring. I mean, I think I was probably. I mean, I'm middle aged, so I'm actually probably a little chunkier than he was. But uh, it was. Uh, I was a dead ringer uh, from the glasses on down, and I thought, dear God, uh, why am I even allowed even on the radio right now? But Good uh, stuff. And I got to give credit to Richie. I wasn't going to call him. I wasn't going to say that's who did it, but since he calls in and takes credit for it, uh, it was Richie. Yeah, I'm an ISIS recruiter. And I'm like, dear God, I got to stop. Yes, he is, Richie. I really want this beard. <laughs> Good call, Richie. Good call there. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, and, Sean, I'm going to keep your secret. Sean texted us something, and I'm going to. 
I'm going to keep that sticker, Sean. You can divulge that if you want to. I'm not going to do it. You listen to Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx. The ISIS recruiting continues as a joke. Don't be offended. When we return, this segment brought to you by our friends at PowerWorks Gourmet Pizza by Design. Go see Jay and Company. Jay's last day, I think, uh, is this week. Go see him on Tower Drive in Monroe next noon. PowerWorks Gourmet Pizza by Design. Back to close it down when we return. If remodeling your bathroom is on your to-do list, Glassworks of West Monroe makes it easy and affordable. Glassworks specializes in beautiful shower doors and custom mirrors for a -a one-of-a-kind look. From gorgeous custom mirrors in any size to framed or frameless shower doors with coordinating hardware, you'll be amazed at the transformation and the affordable price. For example, search Facebook for Glassworks of West Monroe LLC. Glassworks, making your bathroom new again. I want to tell you about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital. Specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals and even providing a boarding service. My friend, Dr. David Weber and his staff are always my choice for my animals. It should be yours as well. Located conveniently at 4300 Starlington Road, which is 165 North, you can reach out to them at 345-4545. That's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on 97.7. North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and the Edge. Hey, Louisiana, do you want a great deal? Talk to Jim Taylor. He can make it real in a Ford. It's Ford Truck Month. Come see our huge selection at Jim Taylor in Ruston. Save 9000 off MSRP on a 2018 F-150. Motor Trends Truck of the Year. A 2017 F-150, $33,987. A 2017 Super Duty, 10000 off MSRP. And remember, your lifted truck headquarters is right here in Ruston. If this tag is on your car, you know you got a great deal and great service at Jim Taylor Ford Lincoln in Ruston. Price plus TTNL dock and notary fees. Stock number 17362-17208-18062. Off MSRP includes all factory rebate to dealer. Must finance through Ford Credit with approved credit to qualify. If you're a homeowner, you know how important curb appeal is. It does make a difference how your home looks from the street. An old broken garage door does nothing for curb appeal. In fact, it can lower your home's value. But a beautiful new door from Bayou Overhead Door not only adds to your home's curb appeal, it can provide the protection, privacy, and energy savings your family needs. For over 35 years, Bayou Overhead Door has installed only the best, highest quality clo-pay doors and equipment to homes and businesses throughout North Louisiana. Now they also offer seamless gutters and durable floor coverings for your garage, patio, porch, or driveway installed in just a day. So whether you're building a new home or remodeling your existing home, call for a no-cost consultation about the right garage doors for the best curb appeal in the neighborhood. Bayou Overhead Door, 322-1090. Or visit their user-friendly website, BayouOverheadDoors.com. Hi, I'm Greg Tilly in Bossier City. For 40 years now, we've been awarded the biggest volume dealer with the most competitive pricing in the United States. How about a brand-new double-wide, finished sheetrock and loaded for only $62,995. See it at Tilly'sHomes.com or visit us in Bossier City. The 
Edge with Terry Waldrop is back and better than ever. Hit Terry up at 888-993-7762 to join in on all the fun. Hey, welcome back in. Sports Talk 977. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Pocket Tabor running the board of death. Richie just sent me a very disturbing picture, uh, a split screen of Jamie Foxx uh, a la Roy Orbison uh, without the real dark glasses and Jeffrey Dahmer. Uh, there is, uh, there is a, a significant resemblance. You need the sideburns, though, Jamie. You get the sideburns, yeah. you're, you're rolling. Right now, uh, I think it's uh, I think the, the uh, it's running 60-40 in uh, Orbison's favor. Uh over Jeffrey Dahmer, but e- either one of them really uh, is not doing a whole lot for my uh, uh, for my credibility. But anyway, I will uh, I-, I cannot run from it. Uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, it-, it should disturb everyone that I have any resemblance to him. But uh, I-, I cannot lie. Yes, and in that particular photo, it is uh, it is frequently frequently. Well- is that a word? A couple, but anyway, um, it, it resembles. Bad. It's 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 like uh, bad, Sean points bad. out of my Facebook profile picture. It's bad. You talking about beard? Yeah. Your well, beard? you 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 can't paint a brick, folks. Although apparently <laughs> you can grow a beard on it. Uh, Chad texts in. He sends me this picture. And to stay with our politically correct stuff, the new Peter Rabbit movie. Uh-oh. Uh oh. The filmmakers are being are apologizing because Peter Rabbit. Uh, has earned $25 million so far and has been a second at the box office this weekend. The character of Mr. McGregor is mm-hmm. allergic to blackberries. The rabbits, you know, rabbits are bad, bad dudes. They fling yeah. blackberries at him, and he is forced to use an EpiPen. And so they are, <laughs> the people are saying he's being food bullied. Dear God, let me take a break so I can wrap duct tape around my head to keep it from exploding. The rabbits are throwing blackberries at him, and he is forced to use epic. To me, that would be a good thing because it shows that you can use something to help save yourself. And the other mean rabbits, uh, you know, should we? Uh, maybe they should put them in Hassenpfeffer or something uh, to make an example out of them. But the filmmakers are apologizing. For the insensitive depicting of a character's food allergy that has prompted backlash online. I mean, you can't make let this me, stuff up. Let me, I, I have to, excuse me, here I'm at the studio, I'm having to, to compose myself. This reminds me of something, wasn't this in California the other day where a couple of kids were having a food fight or something? like? I don't know, it broke out. No, it was locally, locally, yes. Locally we had a... Uh, and I will not name the school. Um, there, a couple of kids got into it, and the. Uh, but fortunately, one of our our good uh, uh, security people stepped in and said, "You know, you guys got to clean this up," and uh, and they did. So that was a that was a teachable moment. Um, but I think food fights have kind of been part of the nomenclature for a long time, have they not? Um, this kind of part of our part of our makeup is to. But in this case, now if you throw. A food, like I guess the same rules would apply, Terry. If uh, said so, so, said so person had a, a peanut allergy, and you threw peanuts at them, same thing. You're still uh, being disrespect. You're still being offensive. Is that is that where we're going with this? If you're throwing peanuts at someone, uh, I'm allergic to shellfish. Um, no one threw 
how they found out was when I, I I damn near quit breathing as a child because I was playing with the shell the the, the shells of the shellfish, and I was uh, I kind of went into like anaphylactic shock or something, and they said, oh well that must be a shellfish allergy to that I have to this day as a matter of fact, but I can't really blame anybody. I mean, had had someone back then started throwing shellfish at me, could I sue at this point right now? I mean, I need a I need a legal opinion right now, Terry. Put on your legal legal hat right now and tell me what are my rights. Well, I would assume, Jamie, that would mean uh, if they actually do that you were allergic to sell- shellfish, yes. could that be uh, attempted murder? I Good mean, point. I, you know, Bobby. If, if I didn't yes. know it, what, I mean, let's just say if I threw it at you, I'll play devil's advocate, I threw it at you, but I didn't know you were allergic to it, and it hits you and somehow gets in your system and you die, you're just as dead as if I knew about it, right? Well, this is true. Yes. Yes. Uh, so, Sean tells me uh, your daughter-in-law is always working on shrimp rep- recipes to sneak into your food. So if you need a food tester, uh, I am available, just saying, Jamie. Um, and if you can look at me, you can see I taste a lot of food. And I've, I'm thorough when I test food. I eat everything just to be on the well, safe side. But, um, yeah, so it, I mean, we're to yeah. the point of – let me read this one. I want to get out of here. Okay. And, and, again, you guys know I'll talk about anything. They had um, the Air Force Academy. You know, remember the old song, Be Like Mike, everybody, uh, Michael Jordan, you know, a lot of people, myself included, uh, really admire Michael Jordan in the 90s. Everybody wanted to be like Mike. The United States Air Force Academy had to issue an apology apology last week after a commandant cited the pro basketball star as an exemplar, exemplar of good grooming and professional appearance. The commandant of the Air Force Academy said, look, Michael Jordan, uh, great grooming and very yes. professional in, in the way that he presents himself. Oh, no, it's worse than that. Uh, the quote was, Michael Jordan, and this was Master Sergeant Zachary Parrish, who is, uh, I think, the top enlisted airman assigned to the student body called the Cadet Wing. He makes the quote, Michael Jordan was never seen with a gaudy chain around his neck, his pants below his waistline, or a backwards baseball hat on during public appearances. The guy is making a point to when you are a professional, aspiring for a professional position, you have to dress appropriately. You can say the same thing as, you know, if you're a young lady, don't dress like a hooker when you go to a job application or a job interview. He's talking to young men. Dress professionally. Don't dress non-professionally, like you're going to a pickup basketball game or going to, uh, you know, somewhere down uh, to, to a club or something. Dress professionally. And naturally, everybody is offended by that, uh, of course, the, the racial comments. But I'm going to tell you what, black and white, I've seen a lot of kids with their pants down below their underwear. I've seen everybody with the baseball caps on back. I used to do that. When I go to the beach, I still do that. Why am I trying to be cool? No, I used to be. Now, because I have no hair in my head burns. But I'm not going yes. on a job interview that looks like I am, you know, auditioning for, you know, a backup singer with Kanye West band. And yet the Air Force guy was eviscerated for saying such things. Look, Michael Jordan is professional dressed. He always took care of himself. He, he, he didn't show up looking again. Like he's got next at the pickup game at the YMCA, and people are offended by that. What was the, uh, it was a slight against African Americans. Look, 
there are more white kids that dress like that than black kids. You know why? They're more white kids. People yep. are just so over the chair. The colonel has to go, let me apologize for the email sent earlier by our first sergeant. The comments were very disrespectful, derogatory, and in no way are reflective of our party views. Microaggressions such as these are not blind spots, and they're not rec- uh, My dear God, really? Go here, do this for the day. Go apply for a job and show up looking like Spike Lee back in the 90s commercials. See, or, or Michael Rappaport, or any of those guys. See how that works out for you, folks. See if a bank will hire you like that. Or go apply for a teaching job. Or go out to CenturyLink and have your pants down to your ankles, your underwear up by your armpits, and a backwards hat on. See how that works. Are there some great people that do that? Probably. You do question the judgment just a little bit like that. But, dear Lord, we've just lost our mind. Uh, that's all my rant for today. I want to get in there. i got a bunch of stuff to get into tomorrow. Uh, I know, Jamie, you've got some stuff we want to get into. I'm going to give you a transgender wrestler update tomorrow from uh, our Wonderful. friend over yes. in yes. Texas. That should yes. be something to look forward to. Thanks for joining us today, folks. Thank you to our friends from Vantage. Uh, Power Stormade Pizza by Design, Bobby Manning, Attorney Law, GB Cooley, the Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union, sponsoring the text of the hotline, and our title sponsor, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, some of the best pet care you can get anywhere in the free world. Go see him on United States Highway 165 North in Monroe, 318-345-4545. Again, 